the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. Please be seated, and I want to welcome all our guests tonight. Tonight I'll continue with uh, the message. Hopefully I can conclude uh, tonight on faith now. That's having faith right now is a must with God. Faith can subdue anything. There is nothing under the sun that faith in Jesus Christ cannot subdue. We have to have that very clear in our mind. Faith can subdue any and everything. There is no problem on earth that faith in Jesus Christ doesn't have an answer for. There is nothing that you can encounter in this present world, on this earth, that faith in Jesus Christ doesn't have an answer for. Faith is the offspring of the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Faith is the offspring of the Word of God. And the Bible says, tells us that all things were created by the Word of God. The Word created all things. And Hebrews chapter 1 tells us, God is upholding all things by the Word of His power. By the word of his power. And faith is an offspring of the word of God. So faith has dominion over all things. Faith can change anything on the earth. That's the way God created the world. When God created Adam in the beginning, God told Adam to have dominion over all things on the earth. And that hasn't changed. You see, in the scripture here, he tells us in Genesis chapter 1, beginning from verse 27, so God created man in his own image. So we are carrying the image of God. You are in the image of the living God. When Satan sees you, you look like God. Especially after you've been born again. And the word is already in you because you have been born again. You are born again through the word of God. And that's by faith because faith was born in you. The offspring of the word of God was born in you. And that's the word that created the whole universe. And so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. In other words, he's saying the same thing again in another way. So you don't miss it. No matter how, what you feel about yourself, that's insignificant. God and the devils and the angels, whenever they see you, they see the very image of God and they're scared. That's the way God has created it. God created him male and female, so it doesn't matter if you're male or you're female. That's the way God wants it. He created them. And said, God blessed them. God blessed them. 
After creation, God also blessed them. Now, after you've been recreated, God also blessed you. After you were born again, God blessed you. That was the regeneration, the recreation, a new creature. After God created the first man, Adam and Eve, He blessed them. He blessed them. And He said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, which God created. Over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Did you know that Satan was already here when this was being spoken? He was on the earth. He couldn't live in heaven anymore. He had come in here. And God was saying to Adam, (laughs) Satan is around, subdue him. Subdue everything. If he's living, if he's here, he's alive in any form on the earth, you are to have dominion over it. Because we were created in God's very image. Adam fell. And then we, we lost dominion. Everything went south. No way to have dominion over the enemy anymore. You can't have dominion over animals, nothing. You have dominion, no dominion. But there was only one thing. Did you know that some people in the Old Testament found a way to have dominion and to subdue? They did. And it's the same that's holding on. That's the same thing that is at work today. That's the same way we can subdue the world, subdue whatever problem. No matter what it is, if you are on the earth, you can subdue it through this one principle. That's why Jesus said, if two shall agree, where? On the earth. Concerning anything. Concerning anything. doesn't matter if two people can agree concerning anything that they want God to do, that they want change, that they want made right. If they can fully agree, Jesus said, it will be done. Not me, it will be done by my Father in heaven. God will do it. That thing is going to become subject to you if you demand it from the Father on the earth. So some people found a way to subdue. They didn't subdue the whole world, but they subdued nations. And the Bible tells us that. So there is a principle that they had that gave them the authority to subdue nations. Hebrews 11, 32, it says, beginning from verse 32, And what more shall I say? For the, time, for the time will fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith, through what? Through faith, Subdued kingdoms. Through faith, they subdued kingdoms. Why is God telling us this? You can through faith subdue your problem. If people like this that God is mentioned here, that they were able to subdue kingdoms through faith, God is saying through the same faith, 
You can subdue king, ca- kingdoms. And they were talking, of, he was talking about those in the New Old Testament before Jesus came. They, through faith, through faith, you can subdue. So, faith has the answer to every problem on the earth. Faith in Jesus Christ, that is. Faith in Jesus Christ has the answer to whatever you are confronted with. No matter how tough it is. Faith, if you can only believe, that's what Jesus said. If you can believe all things, again we're back to this, all things are subject to those who believe. The problem is believing. And you know, faith comes from the word of God. So find that part of the word of God where you are hurting and begin to build the word into you and incubate it or be pregnant with it until faith is born. And when faith is born, that means you are fully persuaded. Then you can step out of the boat and God will help you to walk on water. But you got to believe. It's faith in the word of God. He said, through faith they subdued kingdoms. They worked righteousness. They obtained promises. They obtained promises. And then when I think about obtaining promises, the Bible talks about Daniel. And it says, Daniel found in the word that was written by Jeremiah that after 70 years, God was going to reverse everything. And after he saw that, he went on a fast. We got to change the whole system now. Time has come. I found it in the word of God. It's promises and through faith, he changed everything. Believing God. He changed everything. Believe in God. You know, whenever we're going through difficult times, the problem is so close to us, it's always in our minds, we can hardly see. If you put the Bible, my Bible close, you can't see much. He closes your eyes. And that's what Satan wants to do. He wants you to constantly think about the problem. He wants you to cont- constantly think about what everyone is saying and what others have experienced. But you are not everyone. God created you in his image. And as long as you keep thinking about what's ha- happening to everybody else, then you can't see the word of God. But we don't look to the things that are seen. We look to the unseen word, the word of God. And you begin to let that word soak into your mind. Whenever we're confronted with problems, the first thing is you're gripped with fear. And something tells you in your mind, what am I going to do now? And sometimes while you're praying, you're thinking, there is no way out for this. I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's, uh, it's generic. Who is going to change this? And the child was born this way. Like the boy, the young man that was born blind. Who is going to change this? Satan is telling you and pressuring you, give up hope. In other words, stop trusting in God. He's not going to work. He's after your faith. That's why it is a fight of faith. The good fight of faith. He wants you to give up. He wants you to let go. He wants you to take the easy way out. It's, a re- it's really a fight. I mean, the faith fight is a real fight. Because everything that you're seeing doesn't compute. It doesn't, it doesn't work in your mind. That these things will actually turn out to be good. But God is saying, just stay with the word. Let the word work its way. Because God is upholding all things. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. Verse 3 all things are being held together by the word of God. 
all things. All things. If it's together, it's the word that's holding it. And you got the word in you, <laughs> the word can hold you together. The world can solve that problem. The world can change it. The world through faith in the world. Faith born the offspring of that word that is in you. When you hear people talking about studying the scriptures, that's what we're talking about. Not to talk about, I read the Bible every day. Yeah, you read. But until you hear the voice behind what you're reading. Faith is not born. When you're reading the scriptures, all of a sudden... It's the same scriptures everyone's been reading, but now you're reading it, and all of a sudden it jumps out, and you hear the voice of God behind the scripture that you're reading. Every time you hear the voice of God from the scriptures, faith is born, and your life is transformed. That's how your mind is renewed, through the word. Your life is transformed through the word of God. As born-again believers, look at what it tells us here. They stopped the mouths of lions. And when you think about, think about that, all we're thinking about is Daniel. Well, I'll go a little bit more than that. Amen? <laughs> what about David? What about Samson? I know when we talk about Samson, a lot, we all, always think, well, man, he must have been very muscular. Yeah, he's huge with big biceps. He says, Samson, what's the secret of your power? <laughs> he does that. No, he was just like everybody else. That's why it was a mystery. How is he able to do this? That skinny guy. He's able to. What's the secret? The power of the Spirit of God. The power of faith in the promise of God. The power of the anointing. That's the secret here. So when we are born again, we can subdue, according to the scriptures, faith now. Faith now. Every time you're struggling to believe, and I've been there, it's hard because you're, that thing is you know, coming at you in the face and, and, and they tend to be fear. And sometimes the dread, maybe it's not you, but it, when you're asleep, when you're really weak and you're about, that's when this dread, you know, sit and comes in. You got to wake up and shake yourself like Samson. Remember Samson? He says, I'm going to go out now and shake myself. Shake all of that off, off your body. And God will come through. God will come through. The Bible is clear that because of our faith in Jesus Christ, if we trust God, you have, we have to understand this. If we are not going to deal with problems that we don't understand and we don't know what to do about, why do you need faith in Jesus Christ? God knew that this is going to be. This is a part of our life. That's what God says. The just shall walk by, live by. You, everything. Faith is something you can't see, you can't really figure out. All you got is the word of God. Nothing else makes sense. You can't rely on anything else but the word of God. And God says he'll come through. That's what we need to do. It's a fight. If you're fighting a real life fight, you may not win today, but you're going to win because the Bible says it's a good fight of faith. It's a good fight of faith. Listen to these scriptures. 
because we have been born again and God has blessed us, just like he blessed Adam after he created Adam, now we have been recreated and God has blessed us and he's given us that dominion. Look at what this scripture says. First John chapter 5 verse 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. We're not talking about the political system. The world is Satan and everything that Satan is planning for your life and for Christianity and for the church. We overcome the world. Whatever is born of God, just like Adam in the garden, we, over, we have overcome the world. And he says, and this is the victory... How we're able to overcome the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. What is it? Even our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is where, where is that? Our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Satan is doing everything he can to stop you from believing God. To turn your eyes to the problems. And turn your eyes to what's happening in other people's lives. Turn your eyes to the for something that came in the mail that you just read, and, and, and you can't think about anything else. The Bible says switch from there and begin to think about what God has said and meditate on His promises. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. So when Satan is injecting those stuff into your head, you are injecting back into his brain, God is already giving me the victory. By quoting what God says, what the promises say, and Satan says, okay, well, no, let's go to the next temptation. That's how we have victory. We can't go by what we see. You see, I said last, uh, uh, last uh, Wednesday, you can't go to the next grade without taking the finals. You have to go through a test, right? And God wants to test you to see if you can be promoted. And Satan also wants to test you for demotion. Both of them have their agenda. And you are caught in that agenda. You're in the middle of it. But when God allows a test, He knows that you can go through it. That's why the Bible says, don't think it's strange. Because God's about to promote you. What one believer may go through, that may not be what, you, what God allows in your life. You're different. It may be in different grades. Don't mean you're better than the other person. Maybe you were born earlier. <laughs> no, and you got to go through it. But that's what, the way God allows it. He allows you to be tempted. But the Bible says, whatever is born of God. The word born again means born from above. That's what it means. If you are born from above, the Bible says he who is from above is above all. You are born from above, you are above all. You can see the problems, but trust in God. You can see that fiery furnace, but you are not afraid of it because God is with you. First John 4 verse 4 tells us this. You are of God. So that's the first thing to deal with. So when the problem is overwhelming you, you run to the rock, right? 
higher than you. But when the problem is overwhelming you, the Bible says, first of all, it says, I belong to God. You are of God. Settle that. I'm not just like everybody else. I belong to God. I have accepted Jesus as the Lord of my life. I have committed my life to live for Jesus. You have struggles with faith when you have not committed to live for Jesus. But you are of God. I belong to God. That's why Paul said, I trust God, the one I serve. His angel stood before me this night. And he told me, he's giving all of your lives just because of me, you guys can live. <laughs> because of me. He stood by me and he said, I believe God, the one I serve. That is going to be even according to my word. You are of God. Be fully persuaded of that. You are of God. Little children. And have overcome them. Not just the fact that you are from God. You are of God. You have also, according in the mind of God, you have already overcome them. Not going to, you have. In, in the eternity past, God has already finished the work. You just living it out. Amen. You just living it out. Jesus was slain from the foundations of the world, right? But then came the fullness of time where he, where he lived it out. And we can see it in the natural. You have overcome them. You're just living it out right now. The problem came so that what God has planned will go through and pass through your life. You're just living it out. It's a good fight of faith. You have victory. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. No matter what you're going through, God knew it before you were born. Jesus was slain for you from the foundation of the world. And faith can subdue anything. Faith can subdue sickness and disease. Why? Because God has already said, by his stripes, you were healed. When sickness comes, it will come. Then you live it out according to the word. You were healed. So you live it out. The same goes with financial difficulties. Yes, if you don't have it, then how are you going to exercise your faith? To be on the other side. And God wants you to go through it so you can testify. Amen. And encourage your brother. Testify and encourage them. Yeah, I was in your place before. And you see, God took me out. Put me on the other side of the mountain. And he's going to do the same thing for you. Because God is not a respecter of persons. All you have to do is let him have this currency called faith. He wants that. And you got it. Because you have the word of God inside of you. That's why John was saying, you have overcome the new young one. Because you have the word of God in you. You have the word of God in you. You are of God, little children. And I've overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. All your troubles coming from the one who is in the world. And you got the one in you. He is bigger than the one who is outside causing all these problems. You know what happens when you see a little kid? You know, I, I mean, I've seen this happening. You know, you got your little boy. He has so much faith in you. 
that you are, he says, my daddy is strong. And you go out, you know, and he goes to pick on somebody else. And then when they try to get him, he runs back to you. And he stays with you and he says, come, my daddy's going to take you. <laughs> the trouble is, he may have picked on somebody much bigger than his dad. <laughs> and his dad has to apologize. He's just my little boy. I don't know what he's doing. But God doesn't have to go through that. Amen? God doesn't have to. Because he is such a powerful God. No matter who, that's what God is telling us. The one who has the greatest power in the universe. He is the head of all principalities and power. And the Bible says you are complete in him. Complete in him. You are complete in him. Faith in Christ can handle every and any satanic attack. Doesn't matter what it is. Now, if you read in Isaiah 54, he says, They shall surely gather. They shall surely gather, but not by me. Now, I need to let you know this. God holds meetings. And Satan also holds meetings. You remember, in the Old Testament, you read it, God was saying, I want, I want Ahab dead. I want Ahab dead. And uh, he was discussing it. The spirits were talking to him. Well, we're going to do this and cause him to die. And another spirit said, we'll do this. And then one spirit says, look, I'm going to go and be a lying spirit in the mouths of his prophets and, and, and cause him to die. God says, you got it. You can go now. <laughs> that was a meeting. And a demonic force was there. You remember God was holding a meeting and Satan showed up with Job. And God said, have you seen my servant Job? That was a meeting. Satan was right there. I say that to let you know, uh, Satan also holds meetings, and you are on the agenda. He has some plans for you. And you can tell, Jesus said to Peter, uh, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked for you to sift you as we When? Who was he asking for? Who was he talking to? Who was Satan talking to? When God says, okay. That means for you, God says you can handle it. And Job did. And his latter years were much better than the former. But he had to go through the test. His wife didn't make it. God didn't brag of the wife either. Because <laughs> God didn't die. Remember that? <laughs> No matter what it is, faith can handle it. I'd like you to look at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. It says, above all. Notice, put on the old armor of God. Above everything. Above everything else. Above all. Taking the shield of faith. 
with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So that tells you that Satan is always shooting darts at you constantly. What is it? What is he after? Just like he, he was after Peter, your faith. Jesus said to Peter, I prayed for you that your faith will not fail. I prayed for you, Peter. Satan is asked to sift you as wheat. He asked for you to sift you as wheat. But I prayed for you that your faith will not fail. And when you are recovered, strengthen your brothers. So what Satan is after, that's why it's the fight of faith. We need to understand this. That's faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's trusting God. That's having confidence in what God says, regardless of what's coming at you. That's what he's saying. But Satan was going to make Peter completely lose confidence. So it's a fight of faith. Above all, take that shield of faith. In other words, when you have faith in God, just God's word, faith in God, many times I hesitate to use this word faith, because once we hear the word faith, we keep, that's just natural for us, we keep wondering whether we have faith or not. Do I have enough faith? That's not my business. If you feel like you don't have faith, go study the word. Saturate yourself with the word. If you're concerned about any area, go to that part of the scriptures that talk about that particular area and saturate yourself with that part of the word. And while you are in the word, what's going to happen to you is a lot of comfort will come from that. And then you begin to hear the voice of God from the scriptures. And then faith begins to build. Nothing has changed, but you're you're no longer afraid. For some reason, you got this shield all over you. And that shield becomes your peace. That's why the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But with prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. And the God of peace. God will give you peace. The problem is still there, but you're not afraid anymore. Somehow, deep inside of you, deep inside your heart, you know God's going to do something about it. What he's going to do, I don't know. How he's going to do it, I really don't know. But I trust him. I trust him. And this can only come through the word of God. So just reading the word of God is not reading. To, so I, I can say I've read through the scriptures. Yeah, you read through the scriptures. What do you remember? How are you fighting your battle? So that's why the Bible says don't think it's strange when you go through. Because God wants you to go through. Everyone is different. What you got to carry when you listen to some people, some ministers, the things that they have to handle, wow, that's serious. This is so huge. But what people see on the outside is a lot of success. But what they're dealing with inside is more than what people can handle. Just recently, just watching a minister, he, there was so much trouble came at him, he, there's no way to sleep. Not just him, the whole family, everybody very concerned. But over time, the whole situation completely turned around. Some people even had to go to prison for it. But at the time he was going through it, he was crying. According to him, God, why? What's going on? 
Why all of a sudden things just change. You were, you were asleep one night, everything seemed to be okay. You opened your eyes the next day, heard one word, everything is transformed. And it doesn't change for weeks. That's trouble. But faith in God, that's our strong tower, our stronghold, so we can be free from satanic attack. The question is, do we have this faith? Do you really have the faith? We always want to wonder about that. Do you have this faith, the faith of God? Now, I want to let you know that I'm kind of closing now. Every believer has faith. You cannot be born again without faith. For by grace are you saved through faith. And this is the gift of God. It's not of works. That faith is the gift of God. And what did God say about his gift? The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. God doesn't take it back. You got faith. Every one of you got faith. Every one of you can move mountains. But Satan wants you to give up on the faith. And not trust in the faith that's in you. Sometimes we're thinking, this other person has more faith, so I can go let them do this. No. They have their own troubles too. And they still have to use their faith. They have to trust in the faith that's in you. God is such a good God. He's filled all of us with, with faith. And Satan does all of these things to try to separate us from the faith that he's given to us. And what we do through the word and through prayer, we are able to keep Satan at bay so he doesn't touch our faith. Meanwhile, through the word and through prayer, we are getting our faith strengthened. We are getting our faith strengthened. Look at in Romans chapter 12 verse 3. It says, For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you. Everyone who is among you. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to everyone a measure of faith. Every one of us have a measure. You have a measure. Every one of us, you have a measure of faith. It's like God divided the pie so everybody can have equal part. Your own peace. Everyone has the measure of faith. He's there. God is giving to you that measure of faith. And this type of faith is the faith that God, that was in Abraham, the father of faith. And we are walking in the steps of Abraham. I need to go to the scripture quickly. That's Romans chapter 4 verse 12. And the father, that's Abraham, the father of circumcision, to those who do not only are, who, I mean, sorry, to those who not only are the circumcision, but who also walk in the steps of the faith which our father Abraham had while still uncircumcised. Notice, Walk in the steps of the faith that Abraham had. Walk in the steps. Those of us, you Gentiles, Jews, will walk in the steps of the faith that Abraham had. God called Abraham, come, follow me. Abraham listened, believed the word, stepped out. And we can go through that. I believe I'll be going through that more of that on Sunday. But there is a step of faith that he walked. 
And God wants us to walk in the same step of faith. Just like Abraham had, and you have it. Your faith can do the same thing. The faith Abraham had to give birth to Isaac when he was 100 years old was the same kind of faith that Peter had when he said to Jesus, bid me to come, walking on water. Abraham never walked on water. Peter did. The same faith. So we can walk in that level of faith if we want, and that's recorded for us. The thing is, your faith can either be strengthened or weakened. Your faith can either be strengthened or weakened, increase or diminish. You still have faith, but it's diminished faith. You remember the guy? Many times, sometimes I do that too. Lord, I believe. And then you had the word, please help my own belief. Yeah. Help my own belief. Because you don't feel like your faith is strong enough. And you can strengthen your faith. Listen to these words. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 10, Paul speaking. It says, not boasting of things beyond measure. In other words, I boast, but not beyond measure. That is, in other men's labor. Paul wanted to talk more about what God was doing in his life. Not in what others are doing. I want to boast about those things. But having hope, which is required... That as your faith is increased, we are hoping that your faith will increase. So your faith should increase. You should do whatever it takes to increase your faith. When you go to Sunday school or you sit in a class or you go to a small group or like we're doing tonight, what you're doing is giving yourself the opportunity to increase your faith. Because it's only through faith that you can subdue kingdoms. Only through faith that you can subdue the world. Only through faith. Satan knows when you are able to exercise that faith or whether your faith is being weakened. He picked Judas out of the twelve. He knew he could walk through that one. Because Judas was listening, but he wasn't hearing the voice of God. Others heard he still did some things with the others, but he wasn't hearing the voice of God. And Jesus was speaking directly, openly to him. He couldn't hear it. He couldn't hear it. So your faith will increase. So faith will increase. And that's what we're doing. We give ourselves every opportunity as you read the word. For me personally, uh, those of us that have been with, with me, we know every time we're going to have a... Um, Healing service. I'm reading books on healing like crazy. If you come to my office, I have them all around there. Have I prayed with somebody that was healed before? Yes. But that was yesterday. <laughs> I got tomorrow. So I got to prepare myself. And I'll prepare myself. I'm still thinking about it. Okay, what happens now? If It's like the day I walked in here and the woman that was blind sitting back there. Uh, she, she, I don't know if it was completely blind. The one that saw my uh, tie. And said, I can see the color of your tie. Uh, but I wasn't worried when I saw her. I told her, God's going to heal you. Why? Because 
after a while of spending with the word and studying, you lose the fear. You just, you do, it's supernatural, it's not you. It's got to be with him. You just don't care anymore because that word of God that's holding everything together takes over. And you see the problem, but you're not scared of it. That's the only way it works. We are all humans. We can have the same kind of fear. But I know myself, I can get very worried. And then, God forbid, you walk in and you see somebody and you're worried, oh God, this is not going to be good. You're already afraid. Nothing's going to happen. So, because you know you're human, build yourself up. Study the Word. Bury yourself in the Word. If you can't fast, all of it is to, to help yourself to increase your faith. You know, the way I see it, your faith... It's like money, and your heart is like the bank. You can have more money in there, but from time to time you draw out of it, right? You go out, and if you haven't been in the bank or haven't deposited much, and you've been spending for a while, we know what's going to happen, right? We know what's going to happen. One day, (laughs) your check's balance valid. Give it back to you. You have no time for God. You have no time for prayer. You have no time to read the scriptures. You have no time. And then all of a sudden, you are saying, like Samson, I'm going to go out again and shake myself. They've cut off your hair. You don't have hair anymore. You can't fight. You can't fight. So we can increase our faith. And the way we do it is through the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's Romans 10, verse 17. The more you read the word, the more the word penetrates your heart and destroys fear. Because fear is the reverse of faith. All we need to do is to trust God and believe in his word and act on his word. When you have faith, there is no fear. That's what we saw with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They knew what the king could do, but it didn't bother them one bit. They told the king, God, our God is going to deliver us. And when you have God, when you have faith, you have his presence. And in his presence, fullness of joy. Amen? Amen. Stand up with me tonight. Let's lift our hands up to God. We know what to do. I, um, these days I've decided to speak on the word of faith because I realize we need this. I need this for the word of God so that God will do and fulfill everything he's planned for my life. It's only got to be through the word of God, faith. Tonight, what you can't see, you can't have. That's see by faith. God is giving us promises. You can obtain those promises. Keep those things before your eyes. And begin to speak of the things that God's showing you from the word. So tonight, see yourself on the other side of the mountain, mountain as you call upon the name of the Lord, trusting in him 
and believing that God is able. Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. So we wait on God tonight. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. We stand by faith in this grace. And we're grateful, God, for your presence. Your word tells us faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word. I believe tonight that faith has been born in our hearts. Because you are for us and not against us. You are truly for us. And we have overcome the world. We want to thank you, Lord, for the faith of Jesus Christ that's in our heart. We are encouraged tonight because we know that your word will never return to your void. Meet every single need that is here before you in the hearts of your people, in the lives of your people. Every single need in the name of Jesus, every single need we call met tonight in Jesus' name. Yes, we are in your presence and you are here with us. And Lord, we are not afraid of what Satan can do. God is with us. And the Bible says if God is with us, if God be for us, no one can be against us. God, you are with us tonight. And we are truly blessed. We give you praise for the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ in our heart. Thank you, Lord. We have overcome the world. Thank you, Father. We have everything that you've given to us by faith. In Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. God bless.